Welcome in, everybody, to Studio Day Heffrey. It is a victory Monday. Cowboys win. What was your favorite moment? What was the turning point in the game? Who's your favorite player? Leave all that crap in the comments, okay? Appreciate you. Now, a couple of things I want to talk to you about on a victory Monday. One, they did make it interesting, didn't they? They just kind of chilled out. Like, yeah, we got this. And just kind of chilled out. Tried to lose the game. Don't ever do that again, okay? Zeke and I know what you're supposed to do. What you're supposed to do in that scenario is choke people out. What you're supposed to do in that scenario when you're up 19 and you got a fourth and one is you go for it and you go score another touchdown and you don't go up by 22. You don't keep a three-score game, a three-score game. You go get the blood, okay? But whatever. Cowboys won, so I'm in a happy mood. I'm in a good place. Dak Prescott's amazing. Kellen Moore's amazing. Dan Quinn's pretty good. I should call him amazing, too. Otherwise, people will be like, why didn't you say he was amazing? Uh, Dan Quinn's amazing. Uh, That's a good dub. That's an undefeated team that, I'll be honest, going into halftime, I felt like that game was a total coin flip, probably because you were down by one, and it was a coin flip. But the reason the Cowboys won that game is also the reason that the Cowboys are a real contender. And it is because the Cowboys are now a well-coached team. You upgraded a head coach, and look, everybody hates the head coach. I don't care. I'm not here to entertain all of your hatred, okay? I'm just here to tell you what's happening. The Cowboys upgraded at head coach when they got rid of Jason Garrett and brought in Mike McCarthy. They upgraded significantly. So now they have a capable capable and functional NFL head coach. The Cowboys offensive coordinator and the Cowboys quarterback, Kellen Moore and Dak Prescott, simpatico. Those dudes are vibing, kicking ass. And then Dan Quinn... You just look at, here's all the evidence you need for how the Cowboys are finally a well-coached team that your coaches actually give you an advantage on Sunday now as opposed to being either a nothing or a disadvantage, which is what I've been used to with the Cowboys. How I know the Cowboys coaches give you an advantage is you go into halftime and it's 14-13 Carolina. And I'm thinking, you know, Carolina's making it real tough. You know, Cowboys not really able to protect... uh, not really able to generate a pass rush or disrupt Carolina. And the second half is a totally different story. The reason it's a totally different story is because they now have guys who in a little 10 to 15 minute break can identify, okay, what's this team trying to do to us? What are we going to do about it? How are we going to whip their ass in the second half? They find those answers. They tell the players those answers. And then the players go use those answers to kick the other team's ass. I'm not used to that. Okay. I've followed the Cowboys for the last decade, so I'm not used to that. You're in a really good spot with how this team is coached. Another way that is evidenced is you look at what happens when guys get hurt, right? We can talk about how great the Cowboys are playing and how they're 3-1, and one, they're leading the division, they're a real-life contender and all that and blah, 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 blah. But you can also look at it and say, oh, my God, they're doing it without a Pro Bowl right tackle. They're doing it without a 1,000-yard starting wide receiver on Michael Gallup. They're doing it without their highest-paid defensive player in Tank Lawrence. And you can go on and on down the list. Keanu Neal out. Um, what are we missing? Nanai, Armstrong, whatever, right? whole bunch of dudes out. And now Terrence Steele survives. They're figuring it out. They're figuring out how to survive with Terrence Steele. Um, now you lose Donovan Wilson, your strong safety. He gets hurt. Jaron Curse plays well. Now you go to, uh, you lost Michael Gallup. Cedric Wilson steps in. Cedric Wilson plays well. 
no tank. Well, Micah Parsons, you're going to play defensive end, and here comes Randy Gregory. Like when your team can figure stuff out, and it looks like your team has good depth, it's because your team is well coached, and that is what is happening for the Dallas Cowboys. Now, here's my bold prediction for the Cowboys coaching staff. Because I see people freaking out, and it's like, oh, my God, Kellen's going to leave, and Dan Quinn's going to leave. This is my hot take on October 4th. You can mark this and uh, cuss me out, call me an idiot if I'm wrong. Do you know who I think is going to be the Cowboys head coach next year? Mike McCarthy. Do you know who I think is going to be the Cowboys offensive coordinator next year? Kellen Moore. And do you know who I think will be the Cowboys' defensive coordinator next year? Dan Quinn. We get way out over our skis trying to give all the coordinators head coaching jobs when a team plays well. There's a lot of candidates for head coaching jobs. Some of them have longer track records of being a kick-ass OC than ours does. Some of them might interview better than ours does. They might be happy. Kellen might enjoy being the offensive coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys. Jerry might line him up. We've seen this show before where you just say, hey, just hang tight. Here's some more money. Uh, This will be yours. Just not yet. Just hang tight. You could see a scenario like that. But I'm just not going to say that, oh, my goodness, both the coordinators are going to be gone. First of all, it's week four, week five. So I'm not all that worried about it anyway. But second of all, don't get out over your skis and just assume that every good coordinator is about to get a head coaching job. Worry about that crap later. I think Kellen Moore will be the offensive coordinator of the Cowboys next year. That's what he'll be. Now we move on to things from the game. Shout out to Trayvon Diggs with his multiple interceptions. According to David Hellman, he now has more interceptions than 26 NFL teams. That's pretty good. Oh, and Pro Football Focus said he sucked during that game. Uh, so you can come here for grades. If you want to know how people played, I'll tell you. You don't need other people to tell you. Now, here's the other thing. I asked people for Cowboy questions today. And you know the one I got the most is questions about trading Michael Gallup and or Lyle Collins. That's the questions I got the most of. What are we doing? We got to stop trying to trade all the players. It's great that Terrence Steele is surviving out there. Run blocking well, pass blocking, okay. It's great. If you have a real-life backup tackle that can play, that's great. It's not a reason to trade the starter. If Cedric Wilson is out there making some plays for you and playing well, that's great. It's not a reason to trade the starter. Having depth is good. You don't intentionally get rid of depth by trading the starters because you have some dudes behind them that you can survive with. Chill out, everybody. What you're doing with Michael Gallup is you're going to get him back and you're going to try to win the Super Bowl. What you're doing with Lyle Collins is you're going to get him back and you're going to try to win the Super Bowl when they're healthy. That's what you're going to try to do. Not trade them away so that then when Terrence Steele gets hurt, you're screwed. Or when Cedric Wilson gets hurt, you're screwed. No, you let your good players go play good football and you try to win the Super Bowl. It's a victory Monday for crying out loud. You want to trade somebody on a victory Monday? Sheesh. Huh. I'm not actually upset. I was just being animated, having some fun. Stop trying to trade people. You know, you know what it would cost 
if you wanted to trade Michael Gallup, if somebody came to me and said, hey, I want to trade for Michael Gallup, I'd say, that's great. But if we play this season out, he can help me try to win the Super Bowl. Then if he signs somewhere else, I'll get like a third-round comp pick. So not only do you have to beat a third-round comp pick, which you could beat with a third-round pick, but you have to beat it by enough that it's also worth him not being here to help me go win the Super Bowl this year, which means you would have to give me at least a second-round pick and maybe more than that. How many teams are going to do that for an expiring contract third wide receiver? Probably not many. Keep your players. Go try to win the Super Bowl. Enjoy your day, everybody. Victory Monday! What are you drinking on Victory Monday? Leave that in the comments. Uh, Let me know what you want to hear about tomorrow. Just send that. Make sure you're tuned in. 105.3 The Fan today. Brian Broadus, Lucius Alexander, and myself will be... uh, We'll be jamming on a Victory Monday all day. It's going to be a great time. Remember, you have no idea what anybody is going through, so be cool to everyone. I love you. Bye.